Well, hello there, and welcome to The Creative Goddess Show with me, Charlotte Jenkin. Here we will talk about creativity, personal development, and becoming the best version of you. Welcome to the Creative Goddess Show. It's Charlotte. I'm back for another amazing episode just for you. It's going to be packed with value and I just know that you're going to enjoy listening because I feel like it's going to be a really relatable one for you. So I've just come off an amazing podcast recording with a guest um, which is going to be released next week and we just had some amazing conversations and it really just got me thinking. I just had not realized how much exploring I still needed to do inside of me and I feel like I'm just learning all the time. I mean this is what I actually love about being an entrepreneur is that you're always meeting new amazing people with amazing ideas and they're always making you think and always expanding your mind and feeling like there is more out there for you to learn. So today's topic is kind of stemmed from this realization that I've had from recording this episode and also from a topic that I was sharing on Instagram just last week. It's all about how we think that we have to have our whole journeys mapped out, but really we just need to take a single step in order to move forwards. So you may have heard this quote before, it says, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and it's by the Chinese proverb Lao Chu, if I've pronounced that correctly. And it's really stimulating in my mind because I'm thinking, well, that could actually apply to any part of life. And yes, this is a podcast about business and creativity and like stepping into yourself, becoming a better version of yourself. However, this could easily apply to any aspect of your life. But from the perspective of starting a creative business, I feel like we are always thinking well what's what's the whole journey what does the whole journey look like for me and the reality of it is that we don't have it all mapped out in the beginning and if you spoke to any entrepreneurs who have been in business for a number of years now they will say to you that when they first started their business it wasn't all mapped out for them and they didn't really have it figured out in the beginning To be honest, if I think that someone had told us that we did have to have it all figured out and mapped out from the beginning of our creative business journeys, I think that would put a lot of us off and it would make us feel so overwhelmed and almost crippled by the idea of actually starting the journey. So I think it actually can be quite damaging to say that we do need to have it figured out and it's important to remember that a lot of us did start just by taking that first step and the next step after that, the next step after that. And it all makes sense as you go along the way and you get a feel for the direction that you actually want to be going in as well. And I feel like it almost, your intuition kicks in and you start to get a feel for what you enjoy doing, what you don't enjoy doing. And maybe that thing that you had planned to do maybe isn't the thing that you're supposed to be doing it's maybe not right for you in some way and of course we can 
make plans and we can plan, plan, plan as much as we like. But I think sometimes we have to remember that that is not going to necessarily be the path that we are taking completely. That will change at times and it will need tweaking. So that's a really important thing to remember, I think, from an entrepreneurial perspective. So I think if you are looking to tap into your creativity and potentially start an online business from this passion, then one of the main things that you need to focus on is actually doing something that you really enjoy. And this is something that I talk about a lot in my business clarity course and also in my action takers coaching program. Joy is so, so important. And I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in the whole practical elements of things like doing the thing that makes sense, doing the thing that you're already more skilled in. For example, the full-time job that you have or have had in the past, um, a previous career, those kind of skills that you already have. I think that we sometimes have this idea that we have to pursue in that direction. But actually the danger here is that maybe if you've left this career or you've left the job, you didn't enjoy the job itself, then you're actually pursuing in the wrong direction because that job originally did not bring you joy and turning it into a business is likely not to bring you a lot of joy either. So that is something that is always important to consider when you're deciding what direction you're going to take your business into. It's all about digging into what is that thing that brings you joy? What is that thing that really lights you up that you could sit there and do for ages and ages and you just wouldn't get bored. You would love to do that more in your life essentially. So I'm going to use an example of starting my blog when I was working in my corporate job as a charter surveyor. So starting a blog in travel was actually my form of escapism from my job. I didn't particularly enjoy it and I felt like my creativity was being stifled. I felt like I couldn't really bring out my full personality when I was at work. I felt like I needed some kind of other creative outlets in my life. So I came across the idea of starting a blog and the reason behind it originally was that I wanted to just document my, my partner's uh, travels and we just wanted to basically keep a diary of what we were doing so we could look back on it and just feel nostalgic and show everyone what we got up to. Um, but this soon turned into an idea of potentially turning it into something more and as time went by, I did begin to build and build and build on this. But to begin with, all I did was I got a WordPress website and that was very cheap and it didn't really eat into my bank account too much. And I started an Instagram page. So to begin with, it was just loads and loads of fun. Like I called my Instagram page Oscar Redbrook, <laughs> which is, really random, I know it sounds random, um, but it was actually just from one of those name generators online. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it was just, just a lot of fun from the beginning. And I had no idea at that point that I was actually gonna think about turning this hobby into a business. And I think that it's important that 
if you are tapping into your passion, to begin with, you might not want the pressure of thinking, well, this has to be a business. If you don't want it to be, you definitely don't have to do that. Um, but for me, I was eventually thinking about turning it into a business because I wanted to essentially leave my job at some point because I just was not enjoying it and I knew that it wasn't the right path for me. Um, so yeah, the first step I took with my blog when it was a hobby was just setting up a WordPress site and using a free theme that came with WordPress and I decided to also start an Instagram page because I wanted to be able to drive traffic from Instagram onto my blog and that just seemed like a really straightforward way of doing it and I was already quite familiar with Instagram as a social media platform. So what I did there was I essentially went for the low hanging fruit option. So that means go for pretty much the path of least resistance, the path that feels the best for you, the path which is easiest. So yeah, I went for a low cost website option, but I knew it had a lot of potential because WordPress is a very popular website development tool and I went for the social media channel that I felt most comfortable with which was Instagram. I love Instagram because it's very visual and back in the day before um, reels and all of the, the video content began it was a very nice place to document all of your travel photos and I just had this idea that I wanted to be able to show them in some form of a gallery that everyone could kind of look at in one go. So that's that was my thought process behind using Instagram. What I would say to you there is that if you are thinking of starting a blog like I did, I would definitely just go for these two options to begin with. Getting your blog website sorted and not being too perfectionist about it. Mine was very, very makeshift and um, I was just happy with that. It was the best I could do and of course if you want to you can ask someone to help you with this but I'm just saying if you want to do it as low cost as possible it's perfectly fine to try it and do it yourself but not get too obsessive over the appearance of it, it's just about being able to put that content out there onto the internet and being able to showcase it in such a way that makes sense and is clear and concise for the reader. So what I was doing there was just yeah going for the easiest option and then I was just using the basics of an Instagram page, um, using the link in bio to drive traffic to that particular blog post once I'd written it. So because it was a hobby earlier in the day, I didn't really take it as seriously as I should have done. I say should have, I mean, I don't really agree with saying you should do this, you should do that, but I think maybe I could have taken it more seriously and I could have been more consistent really. I think being consistent with the blog posts is something that I've been very hit and miss on along the journey of travel blogging. I'd have some times where I would be really on it and I would write the post, publish, and then the next week I would write another post and publish and I would maybe continue this pattern for um, a couple of months and then it would kind of fall off uh, the wagon again. <laughs> um, whether that was due to lack of motivation with 
not traveling much or whether it was to do with just being too busy at work and feeling pretty drained. So that's the thing I think I, I wish I'd done more of is it's like been more consistent. Um, and I think another thing I wish I'd done earlier is learning about the SEO side of things because I realize now that SEO is, is such an important um, knowledge to have when you're building a blog because that is how you will get found on Google and if you are kind of looking at it from a longer term like business perspective then having that visibility on Google is completely up there it's like your number one thing that you want to be doing with your blog in order to get found and then you know, potentially make income through affiliate marketing or through selling products of yours um, but yeah so what I did was actually the year after was I decided to invest in a, a course uh, which actually just came up for me on Facebook ads and it was an amazing course. I was really, really impressed with all of the content that was shared on there. It gave such an in-depth but quite like simplistic view of like starting a blog and all the elements that come attached to starting a blog including how you can monetize it and including other bits like actually how to you know build your website and the various um, WordPress plugins that, that they recommended. Um, it's They're called Adventure in You um, and they are actually travel bloggers as well and I was just amazed by how much money they were earning every month um, whilst they were traveling. It was basically my dream that they were living. So that's what really appealed to me. And their course is called Blogging Fastlane um, and I have an affiliate link for it if you want to check it out. They have a, a free training video actually that you can go and watch. Um, but they teach you how to start a blog in any niche as well. Um, and they teach you how to sort out your niche as well because I think that's something that sometimes I think we gloss over that idea of like niching down and really having like a target audience. Um, it's something that we don't find particularly exciting <laughs> to kind of think about on our journey. We just wanna get down to the writing of the blog, but they actually teach you like the whole journey essentially. Um, and it's it's a really interesting course and I'm really glad that I took it. But um, <clears throat> in terms of implementing all of that, it took me a while because I did have lots and lots of ideas and sometimes I, st I stayed a bit off track. So it was a case of just doing like baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. And some weekends I'd make good progress, other weekends I wouldn't make so much progress, but that was okay because gradually over time I was really turning it into something that I was proud of and it was becoming a hobby that I could actually turn into a business as well because I was actually gaining the knowledge from all these various tools and influencers who were sharing knowledge on, on what you could actually do with your blog in order to be successful. So over time, I, I did feel like I was picking up more knowledge along the way, but to begin with, it was literally just taking that first step of starting the WordPress website getting some blog posts written, making sure that they had the keywords in that I wanted. And I wasn't using a fancy keyword tool for that. I was just using 
like free Uber Suggest, which I think gives you about five free keywords a day. And that basically helps you get found on Google. You can figure out what keywords you're gonna be putting in that blog post um, that, that actually show up. Um, and you can use a really great tool on WordPress called Yoast SEO, which I'll put in the show notes. <clears throat> and yeah, using that tool to just make sure that it was compliant with what people were actually searching for and just making sure that I was writing the posts and building up my portfolio of blog posts and building up my knowledge over time and regularly posting on Instagram to actually drive traffic to the blog. It was a slow progress, but it was it was a really, really good experience because like I said, I was just learning so, so much along the way. So I just wanted to share that with you because it's important to know that I didn't start off doing all the things. I didn't start off doing all the bells and whistles, like, you know, juggling all these different aspects of a blog, you know, affiliate marketing, email marketing, doing the course that I bought and making that investment actually, you know, realizing that that was what I needed, that actually took time. And the the basic steps that I took in the beginning was just putting those blog posts out there and making sure that people knew about them. And that was my main aim to begin with. And yes, over time, there has been a lot of tweaking. <laughs> like, it's not my main business now because I am on Creative Goddess Club doing like my coaching and creating courses. However, I still write my travel blog. I still love doing it and that's not going to change. So there's gonna be a lot more going on. I'm sure as time goes by, I will always be trying out new things, starting up new platforms to try promoting my blog on there. And there's, there's always gonna be something, I think. And it's important to remember that that journey is actually never never over. You are always gonna be reinventing it. So you're always going to be being inspired by what other people are doing. And as times change as well in, in the online space, I will be experimenting more with new ideas. So I just wanted to share that with you about how I kind of really started getting up and running with the blog in the first place. Um, but my main piece of advice would be just to keep consistent with it and get more practice because the more you practice, the more you will actually improve at what you're doing and that creative skill that you are working on, that you're honing in on. And to begin with, I thought that my blog writing skills weren't, weren't particularly good. Um, some of my earlier posts I look back on and feel like they could be a lot better but I think at the same time you can kind of compare and contrast and think well look how far I've come look what I've learned along the way and how amazing is that that I've managed to do that um, in a space that I just I never thought I was actually going to be in <laughs> so my advice to you would be if you are wanting to start a creative business of your own think about that beginning step that you need to take in order to move forward so what could that be? Have a brainstorm on some paper and just really have a little think about what those things could be. Maybe you want to create a digital product. Well, what do you need to learn in order to do that? Maybe you want to take um, some courses in learning how to create principles or workbooks 
Or maybe you want to create a physical product and you want to sell it on Etsy. Maybe you need to learn a bit more about Etsy. And there are so many free resources out there for you. So if you aren't um, able to make an investment to actually hone in on the, the very key skills that you need for a specific type of creative business, creative product, you can always Google how to do things on YouTube. YouTube has so much on there. I'm always looking up how to do technical things on YouTube and how to use particular functions on particular programs. Um, but you can also, for example, go onto the provider that you're actually gonna be using and they usually have tutorials as well. So on Etsy, for example, I know that they have so many resources on people starting up their shops um, and how to really get the most out of it with things like SEO and what's trending at the moment and things like that. So there's always lots of free resources out there for you. I mean, I made the investment in my blogging course because it had everything I needed in a package and I didn't have to be separately Googling all of those things. Plus it was tried and tested by the people who were running the course. So I really trusted them. So it's just a, a toss up really between whether you are ready to make an investment in learning how to do something in a package or whether you have extra time to be able to use the free resources out there, which are very, very good, but it's just that they, they won't necessarily come in a complete package for you. Um, so yeah, it's just a, a case of deciding what is best for you right now. But the thing I really want to remind you of today is that if you do start to take those steps forwards, more will become clear, more of the further steps will appear and you will just gain so much from it. You will learn so much and you will have a feel for what is the next step for you. And I've just found that whenever I've decided to do something, for example, when I started this podcast, I just heard um, a podcast by Michelle Raw actually <laughs> talking about starting a podcast in a really simple way. And I just thought that is what I have to do. And I'm not going to overwhelm myself with doing all of the things. I'm literally just going to take the first step that I can possibly take in order to do this in a way that feels good for me and just puts my message out there into the world. So that's what I decided to do. I just signed up for the provider and I just recorded my episodes with my, my headphones and it wasn't fancy, but it was a starting point and everyone starts somewhere. You have to remember this, that these big businesses that you see out there, you have the perfect branding, the perfect Instagram accounts, you know, they're always visible, like they're doing all the, it seems like they're just everywhere and they're just managing. Well, they have a team behind them as well, but they definitely started somewhere in the beginning, I'm telling you. <laughs> they were not doing that back in the day when it all started out for them. They would have gone through exactly the same kind of conundrums that we have and those feelings of overwhelm, feeling like we have to do all the things, but actually just thinking, well, you know, what is the one thing that I can do today to like move the needle. <clears throat> so whether that's doing a post on social media, maybe that's doing a story talking about something you've read, like just sharing some value, like these are things that we can do be doing to just kind of, you know, keep our message out there and um, provide extra value for people. Um, so yeah, if you wanna get started on your creative business, 
don't think about the whole journey, just think about the first step you can take in order to get started. And if you do want to make an investment in order to do that, then that is great. You could maybe work with a coach who is just a few steps ahead of you. I have a program called Action Takers, which is all about getting you set up in the easiest way possible. Um, in your creative business journey. Um, so, you know, I'd love to chat with you about that if if that is what you want to do. <clears throat> uh, the link will be in the, in the show notes for you to check out. Um, but, you know, you, you may want to take a course instead and maybe invest um, a smaller amount of money. But, you know, in order to get specific um, skills on how to do something, so you might want to go on Udemy and look at the courses on there regularly you see courses on there for like 20 pounds or you might want to go on Skillshare and learn how to draw or something because there's lots and lots of very like physically creative skills on on, um, Skillshare to to be learnt. Um, So yeah it's all about just deciding what is the the best move for you to move forwards but just knowing that whatever move you take you will get to a really great place from there because you will get a feel for what is right along the way. sorry I'm losing my voice (laughs) um so yeah I just want to tell you that that is what you have to do and please don't hold back from starting your journey because that is going to deprive the world from your amazing talents and your amazing passion for what you do and more people need to hear more about that and they need your help people out there actually need your help so your creative business will impact so many and I just want to tell you that you can get started very easily and it doesn't have to be all singing or dancing it can just be like taking that tiny tiny step and taking another tiny step and um, then you'll you'll get there so I really hope that you've enjoyed listening to the podcast today as always I hope it made sense to you and I didn't go off on too many tangents I just want to keep these reminders coming to you that starting a creative business is not something that should feel totally overwhelming to the point where you actually don't feel like you can take action. It can actually be a a process of intuition, a process of really getting a feel for what works for you along the way, but just being able to take that step from the beginning just to get started and having that starting point where you can move forwards and progress over time. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and you found value in it, please share on your Instagram stories and tag me in it. I would love to see you on there. And please don't forget to uh, leave a review if you enjoy this podcast because it would mean so much to me. I absolutely love reading the reviews on there at the moment. but I would love to see more. So yeah, please, please um, just take a couple of minutes if you have the time, that would be amazing. Thank you. I hope you have a lovely, lovely weekend and I will see you next week. Bye. So what did you think? Show me some love and hit subscribe. In the meantime, check out creativegoddessclub.com for more goodness. See you next week.